You are listening to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wetland, Episode 4, Choosing Growth. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership-related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here, because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons, and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and in your head or on a piece of paper, write down whether you agree or disagree with the following statements. Number one, your intelligence is something very basic about you that you can't change very much. Statement number two, you can learn new things, but you can't really change how intelligent you are. Statement three, no matter how much intelligence you have, you can always change it quite a bit. And statement four, you can always substantially change how intelligent you are. Those four statements reflect our mindset about ourselves. And if you're familiar with Carol Dweck's work, she's explored the concept of fixed and growth mindset. Now, Carol's a Stanford psychologist, and she's done decades of research in this area. But here's why it's important. Because we have certain beliefs about ourselves. Those beliefs show up in how we lead and how we manage other people. So if we go back to our four statements, and if you agreed with statements one or two, that is an orientation to a more fixed mindset. If you agree with statements three and four, then you have more of a growth mindset. A fixed mindset means that we believe that our intelligence and our talent is fixed at birth. Versus a growth mindset, we feel like, no, hey, our intelligence, our talent, it can grow and it can be developed. Carol did this research back with children and uh, she would give them like a very challenging, I think it was math assignment, and they would come in and some kids would be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm showing up with some anxiety, like, I hope I can figure this out. And then other kids came in with more excitement, like, I can hardly wait to learn something. What what am I going to learn in this process? This is where she came to realize that our mindset affects how we show up. If, again, we believe we can learn something or not. Fixed mindset is a little bit about people believing I'm either good at it or, not, or I'm not. If I fail at something, I'm, I'm really no good at that. 
I want to look smart, right? I want to prove myself. Whereas a growth mindset is like, well, I can learn anything I want to learn, frankly. And when I fail, I still learn and I can stretch myself and take risks. I find inspiration in other people's success. I think what's interesting about this mindset is that it isn't necessarily always universal for many of us. There are probably some things that we feel very growth-oriented in. Uh, Hopefully for you, it's leadership because you're listening to this podcast. Um, Whereas for other areas, you may feel a little bit more fixed. But the good news is we can change our mindset and we can help our brain to create that love of learning and resilience. I remember at a very young age, I had a very fixed mindset about math. I never thought I was good at it. And I know where that started. It started in grade school because my older siblings, wicked smart, and they were good at math and science. And then I came along and my teachers were like, yo, are you are you related to, to your siblings? Like, what's happening here? And I thought, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't know how to do this. I can't do it. And I told myself that for so many years that I wasn't good at math. And it wasn't until I went back to get my master's degree, and I actually t- talked to a career counselor about this. I was like, I don't think I can do all the things that are required to get my master's in business. And she's like, why? And I said, well, I'm not good at math. And she's like, what are you talking about? It was kind of like I had to fess up to a belief that I had been dragging around for so many years. And the reality is that belief was no longer serving me. So I decided to change it. And I did. For you, it is important to think about where you might have a fixed mindset around leading or managing people, because chances are there's something in there. And I want to kind of unpack that. Consider something that you don't think you're good at right now. What is it that you tell yourself? I hear a lot of things. I hear a lot of things from managers like, I'm not good at difficult conversations, or I'm not good at planning. I'm not good at strategic thinking. I'm not good at innovation. I'm not good at focus. And sadly, the more that people tell themselves those things, of course, they're not going to get better at it. So what are the things you tell yourself? I think it's also important to examine where did that belief come from? Where did it originate? For me, it was back in school, and I could see that in hindsight very clearly, but I let that shape my life for a long time. What I would also ask you to think about is, do you have any evidence to the contrary? Let's say that you aren't good at difficult conversations or that's something that you don't feel good at. Like, I don't like giving people uh, developmental feedback or if I have to to sit down and have a challenging conversation, maybe you don't like that. Have you ever successfully navigated through a difficult conversation? Chances are that you have. When we look at things like that, I think it's kind of fascinating because your mind tends to point to the negative things about us, right? Because again, it's it's always trying to protect us. Like, don't do that. Don't do math, Cindy. You'll just look stupid. <laughs> you can't do it anyway. So then we avoid those things. But what our brain doesn't do is congratulate us when we've done something great. Maybe I solved the most complicated math problem. My brain doesn't say, good job, Cindy. 
We have to remind ourselves to give ourselves kudos when we do things well. So our brain doesn't scan for evidence of the good stuff. Our brain scans for evidence that we're not doing good stuff. So we have to actually look for evidence that we can do the thing that we don't believe we can. And then we have to change our beliefs about ourselves. Because in the absence of changing beliefs about ourselves, if we have a fixed mindset, we are not changing and we're not getting better at that thing. And depending on what it is for you, early on in my career, it was also about feedback. Providing feedback to my employees in a way that was respectful, diplomatic, empathetic, sensitive. I was not known for those things. (laughs) I was known for being direct, sometimes, I don't know, blunt or too honest. And obviously, it didn't go well. So I had to learn those things. But if I would have told myself that I was never going to be good at it, I was not going to be a very effective manager. And I decided I needed to get better at it. So I threw myself into learning those things. For all of us, this is a great area to explore. What is your mindset, generally speaking, to continuous learning? And then where do you have some fixed mindsets? If I were to plant some seeds of learning right now in this area, it would be three things. One is really explore this concept of growth and fixed mindset. Actually share it with your team. Go out there and Google Carol and find a TED Talk or a video that she's done. She's got amazing research and understand these concepts. I think if you do... You and your team can have some great conversations about it. And then number two, challenge yourself and your team to actively identify when you find yourself in a fixed mindset mode, because sometimes we can't catch ourselves doing that. Sometimes others can help catch those words, those thoughts, and help us to reframe Help us to choose a different narrative about ourselves and different actions. And then number three, write down one belief that you have about yourself that is no longer serving you. That if you actually don't change it, you're not going to be the kind of leader or manager that you want to be. Take action to learn how to do that thing. Maybe it's a matter of finding someone who's really good at it. Maybe it's also just reframing your language. The things we tell ourselves has a profound impact on our ability to learn. You could say things like, I'm learning to be more comfortable with difficult conversations. I'm becoming a person who addresses challenging discussions. My confidence is growing in navigating through challenging conversations. Those are just examples of new thoughts that highlight that we're on a path to learning and we're on a path to growth. As a leader, exploring growth and fixed mindset will allow you, just by knowing this information, to think and act differently. Even if we're a good learner, even if you value continuous learning, I bet there's some area that you still might have a fixed mindset about yourself, some way that you label yourself. Talk about this concept, talk about it with your team, and then create a plan to alter a fixed belief you have about yourself. 
I think you'll be amazed with the results. This is coming from someone who wasn't good at math, but in grad school, aced all my classes that had math. And that's the power of a growth mindset. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Also, sharing is caring. Make sure to tell anyone that you know that could benefit from this podcast so they can follow along as well. Just think, the more people we have focusing on intentional leadership, the more we can be amazing collectively on purpose.